Hello and welcome to the Parenting with Play podcast. This week we're going to be talking about what to do when your child refuses to go to school. And this can happen at any age. It can happen whether it's preschool, primary school, at the beginning of school, or sometimes it might start developing partway through the term, or maybe something has happened that is causing your child to now not want to go to school after being happy. It also applies to high school as well. Everything I'm going to share today will apply to your child no matter what age they are. Obviously, you'll need to adapt some of the things. So I will sort of mention some adaptations, whether your child is literally or whether they're more of a teenager, but everything applies. And I really want you to know that you can absolutely help your child with what is going on for them whether it's anxieties, including separation anxiety, whether they're feeling underconfident about being at school, whether they're struggling with schoolwork, you know, whatever is going on for them, you can help them with the emotions around it. Now, there might need to be some things that you need to step in and talk to the school and address some particular issues. But what I'm going to share today is going to help in any scenario. Because the more confident your child is, the better they're going to be able to cope in difficult situations. They're going to be able to respond better in friendship dynamic situations. They're going to be able to hear the teacher more when they're giving instructions or when they're receiving feedback that they don't necessarily like. They're going to be able to cope a lot better away from you. And that's going to then help them to then develop those relationships and those connections that they need to make school enjoyable. School can become such a source of enjoyment and fun for your child. But if they're carrying those, you know, those big emotions, those big anxieties, then it then it's a stressful situation for your child and for you. So I'm really glad you're here. I really want you to know that most children have some form of struggle with their school at some point. For my daughter, it was from the word go. that She really struggled with the beginning of preschool, with the beginning of um, primary school and actually with the beginning of high school. So that's why I'm really confident in knowing that what I'm going to be sharing with you works for your child no matter what age. And in each of those situations, she went on and had an amazing time at those schools. It was the initial bit that with my daughter in particular, it was that change. It was being in a a new environment, being away from me, having to deal with all of those things. But once she moved through those fears, she thrived. And as I shared in the last podcast, we've now moved to England. And at age 14, she has gone in. So year nine, she started a brand new school where she knew nobody. And she has just walked in there and completely rocked it. And... I do know that all those things that I've done with her in the past have helped to contribute to her being able to go in there and just have a really good time. So I want you to know that no matter what age, you can help your child. Now, your child might be like my son, who walked into school confident as anything. Hi, I'm George. But then after a while, I was going, actually, I don't really want to be here. I would much rather be at home with mum or on screens or just hanging out at home in general or playing with my friends. I don't want to be here at all. So that can develop as well. It could be that you might be listening to this at the beginning of term and going, oh, actually, my child is doing really well. I've done a really good job. And that is awesome. 
But this would also be helpful to listen to because it can creep up. There can be times when they go, I don't want to go to school. And you're like, what? No, you've got to go. Um, or what's going on? You might go into panic. So it's completely normal and totally understandable that at some point your child is not going to want to go to school. And as I said, it could be because they have general level of anxiety around going that they or that they just really would rather not go to school at all. Or it could be that the particular incident is happening. Maybe there is something going on with a friend or with a teacher dynamic or they're struggling with work. Um, so, in you know, when it comes out of the blue, it's really helpful to sort of think, OK, take a step back and go, OK, what is going on? But helping your child with their emotions around it is going to help whatever is going on improve. So what we're going to share, talk about today is what to do in the heat of the moment. You know, those times when your child is refusing and you're like, oh, my God, you've just got to go to school. I don't know what to do. And I have had that situation personally as well, where my child has refused to get out of the school, out of the car or refused to get in the car. So I really know how difficult that is. But what I'm really going to focus on as well is what to do in those times to reduce the chance of those heat of the moment events from happening. So yeah, takeaway message number one is you can do so much with your child at home. And yes, you, you know, you'll want to engage with the teachers and get support there. But I really want you to feel empowered that to know and confident to know that you can do so much to help your child at home. Um, your child really will benefit from you and your intervention way more than often other people's intervention. And so this is the whole point of this podcast is to give you the tools. And my work is to give you the tools so that you can be then best support your child. So let's look at what you can do to help your child if you sense there's a problem going on or you're really already deeply in the thick of things with your child and every day is a struggle. And I really want to first of all acknowledge what's going on for you because school brings up so many big emotions for all of us. It could be it could be that you had a great time at school and so you sort of can't really relate to what's going on with your child going, well, I had a great time at school. <laughs> Why are you getting so upset? But chances are you've had something going on at school. You know what it's like to be forcibly separated from your mum. It's, it's just the worst feeling, isn't it, to know that you really want to be with your mum and you can't be with her. And um, it could be that you know you were bullied at school perhaps or you really struggled with schoolwork and so your child's experiences now bring up all of those past hurts and experiences and it, you know those chances are you have probably moved on from them and they're not so prevalent in your day-to-day -day life and but this is the joy of parenting isn't it what our children goes through brings up our own past hurts so it could be suddenly now you're confronted with all those feelings that you thought you'd pushed away pushed down and or dealt with and now they're coming up but they're coming up in the vision of your child and that's deeply painful it's deeply painful the hurts that you had and that you experienced and it's really really painful seeing your most precious child going through something which may or may not be similar, but on the surface it could look similar. So be really gentle on yourself. Know that the hurts that you experienced are real and 
I'm really sorry if they weren't addressed at the time and chances are they weren't. Maybe you kept it to yourself because there was nobody around who was able to listen to you or maybe you started to work through some of them but it, it still didn't resolve the issue. So be really gentle on yourself. Don't just go, oh, but I was fine and it was all fine in the end. It was all okay. You know, don't don't ignore them or belittle them. I'm also, you know, it's not also about dwelling in them, but also just acknowledge that it was painful for you. And when you start to get that acceptance that it was painful for you, then that's an opportunity for you to then heal from that. My mentor, Marion Rose, she always helped me to reframe the difficulties that I was going through by going, well, this is another opportunity. It's an, it's an opportunity for you to heal those hurts. And when you have healed them, then then you'll be able to manage these situations much better. Or, well, she didn't say it like that. She just said that they won't arise so much because you will have healed them. So this is an opportunity for you to heal them and know that you can, you can, you can really address your feelings from it. So be really gentle on yourself. Be reach out for support, whether that's a listening partner, which I've talked about, whether that's journaling, just really go into what, what happened for you and what were you needing at the time? And reach out for support here. This is exactly the work that I do is I listen to parents about their own feelings so that they can then help their children with their feelings. So so acknowledge what you're going. Don't just think, oh, I just needed to push on and my child just needs to push on and everything's fine um, because that's not really addressing with it. So everything I'm going to share today will be to the extent that you can manage Sometimes you're going to be able to listen perfectly and do the things and other times you're just going to find it so hard. So in those times when you're finding it really hard, acknowledge how hard it is for you. And even though you're a highly capable adult now doing amazing things as an adult, those childhood hurts, they pop up. And then those hurts are the ones that start to run the show. So if you can, which I know is really hard, start to go, hang on, I can't actually... I need some help here. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to book a session with Helena. I'm going to reach, call a friend. I'm going to journal. All of those things are really powerful and important and will then help you to do the things in, to be able to help your child in the way that's most effective for them. So let's look at what you can now do based on the fact that you can absolutely help your child with this. The first thing is if your child is having a really hard time at school, is to ramp up connection. Because when our children get stressed, that's when their rational part of the brain starts to stops working so well. So they will forget that you love them. They can't feel that connection with you. And their little limbic system is in stress mode because if when they're in a situation away from you, they need to form connections there in order to feel safe. And in the early days of school, those connections aren't there. If something stressful is happening at school, then those connections are impacted. So they need to feel a really, really strong sense of connection with you. So the big thing you need to do is to ramp up connection. Start doing more special time on a regular basis. Find those ways to connect with your child in a way that's enjoyable for them. So when they're little, doing special time, following their lead, delighting in whatever they want to show you. Just really try and create some spaciousness in your time and at home to be able to just really connect with your child. As they get older, 
you know, you might not love this about the screens, but with my daughter, just start looking at TikTok videos with them. If you allow TikTok or you silly YouTube videos, you want to enter their world. And that's really special time. Special time is following your child's lead. So whether it's playing dolls and trains or whether it's watching Bluey or silly TikTok videos, that's what's going to really help strengthen that sense of connection with you. And then you can direct it into other things if you want to, but you really want to ramp up that connection time with you. You also want to, particularly with your littlies, is attachment play, those power reversal games. You really want to help your child feel strong and capable and competent and faster and stronger and powerful and all those amazing things because that is going to help offset all these times when they're feeling anxious and powerless. The more your child feels physically confident, that helps to translate over to helping them feel more emotionally confident. So ramp up the games, ramp up special time. The other thing you want to do is you want to help your child to feel their upset feelings whilst they're with you. And the big tendency that we all do is we want to protect our children from those feelings of hurts because, as I said, we know how painful it is to not be with our mum when we want to be with our mum or to be bullied and have somebody mean to being mean to us at school or to really struggle and feel stupid and that you can't do the schoolwork. So we want to protect our children from that. You don't want your child to feel that. But, and so, well, then that can lead you to distracting your child going, oh, come on, let's go and do this instead. Come on, let's go and do something nice. Or it could be you're trying to convince your child that actually they're fine. You're fine, darling. You're absolutely fine. You're in a really lovely environment. Your teacher's so gorgeous and you've got friends. I know you're fine. You're fine. And we're trying to persuade our child and with all the best intentions and pointing out all the good things that are there that we know that they're okay with. And that can be helpful when your child is feeling well and when your child is thinking well but when your child is in the thick of their emotions they just can't hear it and actually you try to tell them that they're fine when they really are feeling just so awful actually increases that sense of disconnection so that's where allowing your child to just fall apart and to feel those feelings with you is going to be the most helpful thing which is why it's important that you work on your feelings and help you support yourself because it is really upsetting to see your child being so scared or so upset or feeling so um, hurt by their friends or the actions of their peers. It's really painful. And so this is big stuff that we're doing for our children, but it is transformative. This is what's going to help to turn things around. So... You want your child to face the fears around school whilst they're with you. Because if you do all those other things, those feelings are still going to be stuck inside them. And so they're going to have to face school with those feelings stuck inside of them. What you want to do is you want to help your child release those feelings with you. So that is often comes about by bringing a loving limit. When you say to your child, sweetie, it's school tomorrow. You might do this on the weekend. Dunning at school on Monday. I don't want to go to school. And that's the chance then to go, I know. You're offering that empathy. 
you're being really gentle, really calm about it all. But you're also firmly and lovingly holding that limit, that limit, going, you are going to go to school on Monday. And by you bringing that limit, it's an emotional container for your child to push up against so that they then then go, no, I don't want to go to school. I hate school, blah, blah, blah. You want your child to stay in that level of intensity. You don't want to draw them out to then go, well, tell me about school. What's going on? You don't want them to be talking. You want them to stay in the upset feelings. So the more that they stay in the upset feelings, the more they will feel them with the safety of you being there, with your warm, loving connection. And then they're going to be able to move through that and release them. And then they come out on the other side, lighter, brighter, more able to see the situations perhaps for what it actually is or in a different light in a way that they can go actually you know what so and so is being mean to me I'm going to go and play with Tommy in the corner you know over there they will then be able to come up with their own solutions because when we try and offer solutions to them all the time if they're stuck in the feelings they can't think well and they're not going to take it in so it's all just going to bounce out or certainly when they then get uh, react you know triggered in those situations they won't remember things but if you can help them to offload all of that upset and that hurt and that fear and that anxiety whilst you are with them they then won't carry them into those situations with them and they will be more confident and more able to to go with the ebb and flows they'll be more flexible or they'll be able to then go and tell the teacher if they're having a difficulty, all of those things will start to become easier and they will actually be able to learn a lot better. A stressed mind is not able to take on new information or to think laterally and logically and cleverly. They're stressed. So the more that you help your child to actually offload that stress with you, the better they're going to be in those situations. And this applies for anything. We're talking about it for school now. Um, but this applies for everything. The more your child can cry and rage and tantrum with you, the better they're going to be able to cope with difficult situations. But I know it can feel confronting because you're going, well, I'm just making this worse. You know, if I go, oh, sweetheart, you need to go to school tomorrow. If we're talking about school, does that just not make it worse and bring up the feelings for them? Um, and so that's just making them more stressed. Well, they're going to be stressed in any case. They are stressed in any case. And it's far better for them to feel those really painful, difficult feelings with you loving them and just being right with them throughout than feeling those painful, difficult feelings on their own in a stressful situation away from you where they don't feel safe and protected. So it is, but if they don't feel those feelings, if they don't express those feelings with you, they're going to feel them elsewhere and they're just going to keep pushing them down or they're just going to keep, which then keep bubbling up to the surface. They're going to stay stuck inside. The best thing is about expressing those feelings, releasing them so that they're then no longer carrying them. So the more you can talk about, oh, it's going to be school on Monday and you spend the weekend connecting and listening to feelings and doing lovely stuff and and listening to feelings and all of that things it that means that then on Monday morning it's going to be a lot lot easier now if they are still in the you know Monday morning comes and they're going I'm not going to school today 
And you're going, oh my God, I've just spent all weekend listening to feelings. Why is this still coming up? Then it's not a sign that you haven't done enough. It's not a sign that um, that this is going to go on forever, that this is just um, something that is just you're never going to be able to get through. It's just a sign that there's just some more feelings there that are now coming up. Now it's actually at crunch time. And so it can become, there can be a few days where this is really intense. And uh, I know because I've done this <laughs> at many different ages and it's incredibly powerful. So in the mornings, try and keep the mornings as low key as possible, bring in connection like five ten minutes do something lovely you just don't want to have that sense of rush and panic which will you know increase their own sense of panic you want to try and keep things as calm as possible but and whilst having the space to obviously get ready but also to allow the connection and for the release of feelings so your child might easily regress and go I don't know where the uniform is I can't put my clothes on and you're like it's right there on your bed where I've just put them but they can't because they're full of feelings then that becomes the thing that they just can't see they can't think they just don't know and then that also becomes a way for them to stall going to school so it could be that your child regresses especially your little child's children they may want you to dress them they may want you to feed them they don't know all of those things, don't try not to let it get really frustrating. You just go, okay, this is just part of the process. I need to really ramp up that connection, that really nurturing my child as much as possible. I want them to feel my connection because they are going to get through this. And you also want them to feel their upset feelings with you because they're going to feel them regardless. You want them to feel them with you. And then it could be, and I have had this where I setting the loving limit in the morning going, sweetheart, it's it's school today. I know you don't want to go. You want to offer empathy. You've got that soft tone of voice, which also might quite irritate your child because then that's they can see what's happening. And then the feelings come bubbling up and then they, you know, they'll get cross. This is not a pretty thing. Um, they might get really angry. They might want to run away from you and hide in the bed or under the bed. Or they might just start just crying and going, pleading with you. No, don't make me go to school. Don't make me go to school. All of that is, is really triggering and it's really upsetting. But just know that the more your child can do that with you, they're going to release it. They're going to be able to move through it. And then you're going to be at this is transformative work that you are doing with your child when you do this. And it could be that your child doesn't go to school that day or it doesn't means that they go to school late. So don't worry about getting there on time. If you've got the, the choice between getting there on time or really deeply helping your child to work through these upset feelings, always go with deeply working with your child. I know it's not always easy if you've got other children, if you've got to go to work, but just know that this is not going to last forever. And the work that you do here and now is going to help them so much. So the aim isn't always to get them to school. The aim is to help them with their feelings, release the hurt and upset so that they will then be able to go to school. Perhaps it's tomorrow. Perhaps it's after lunch. You just don't want to have that added pressure because you've got enough going on. So it could be that you, you go to school late that day or it could be that you just don't go to school that day. And then you spend the rest of that day 
listening to more feelings and connecting and then and then keep working on it. And in hand in hand, we call this an emotional project because it's not about just listening to one cry and everything's fixed. All I have to say, I have had that experience with my child when he's, she was older, listened to one big cry about her fear about she was terrified about going to high school, terrified. And I listened and she stood there with me and she shook and she cried. And the next day she went in absolutely fine. It's this is this is incredible. This is extraordinary stuff that you're doing with your child. So don't underestimate the power of this um, and. And be really gentle on yourself because it is it's hard. Like I was crying. <laughs> it's hard work. That's why you getting the support is so important. So reach out, have a session with me, have a listening partner, journal, do the things that's going to support you because you can support your child with this. You absolutely can support your child with this. And that is pretty much it. So I'd love to hear what is going on for you, uh, how school is going. Uh, if you're listening to this while you're in the thick of things or if you're listening to, the thick, to this in anticipation, I really hope that you can see just how powerful you being with your child in this way is and how important what it is that you do and this the impact that you can have on your child is is extraordinary and this is life-changing stuff and it will be healing for you to if you use this as an opportunity to 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 help yourself heal from your past hurts and give your child what you were so desperately wanting and perhaps not getting at the time all right, I'm sending you all lots of love with your children and whether they're starting preschool, primary school, starting a different school or high school. Um, it's a big time. It's a really big transition and um, and that they will get through it. And if they're having a hard time right now, that doesn't mean that they're always going to have a hard time at school. It just means that they're having a hard time right now, but you can help them and then they can go on and thrive and have the best time ever at school. All right sending you lots of love if you want to have more reach out and have a session with me at parent www.parentingwithplay.com.au i've also got annoying to amazing my on week pro online program six week online program where you then also get zoom calls group zoom calls with me and coaching plus access to all of the modules really going through all this in so much detail so much more detail than we can do in like 25 minutes on a podcast all right be gentle on yourselves and your children. Have a great week and I'll speak to you next time. Take care. Bye.